This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Well, Gary, welcome back to KVMR. It looks like the economy got past Halloween and is approaching Thanksgiving. So let me start with a comment from, I guess, back in May by Fed Chair Jay Powell. Uh, What was he waiting for back in May and has he found it yet? (laughs) Good question, Paul. Uh, He made a comment that was reported in the New York Times that Powell says the Fed is watching for clear and convincing signs of inflation fading. And I think he, you know, may still be waiting. Um, You know, inflation is what economists describe as an overall increase in the price level over a period of time. It's often measured as a percent increase in the cost of a basket of goods and services, say, over the past, you know, 12 months for the past year. Um, and it may be slowing down a little bit, but um, you know, there's a, there's a big debate among policymakers with some policymakers might call them the hawks worried about a slow response to inflation uh, as a result of Fed policies. It takes a long time for interest, higher interest rates to work their way through the economy and uh, work their way on down to lower inflation. Um, and then there are the others on the Fed policymaker group that, you know, maybe the doves that are worried that uh, maybe the economy is, would be slowing down too fast um, and maybe too much and that that could cause a, a recession before before we even get to the uh, lower inflation. So essentially, the Fed has taken its foot off of the gas pedal. So it's not necessarily fulfilling the optimism that was hoped for. I, I, yeah, I think there's less, there's concern that, you know, you know, and Chairman Powell has talked about, um, you know, that there's probably going to be some pain here. Um, and, you know, I think that there's a lot of worry now that the Fed has taken, a, taken this, I guess the analogy would be taking this put off of the gas pedal, you know, and that was you know, zero interest rates and it's hitting the brakes and that's, you know, interest rates at four plus percent. Um, and possibly going higher. Um, and he's watching the speedometer. And, you know, there are many inflation rates you could look at to see if they're all or some of them are slowing down in the way we'd hope. Um, but, you know, that's not you know happening yet um, in, a, in a big way. Well, there's lots of different measures of inflation that are reported and that you know, economists use. Uh, does the Fed have a specific inflation measure it targets when it sets its inflation goals? Oh, indeed, Paul. There are a number of inflation indexes that are calculated and reported by the government. Um, inflation indexes that the Federal Reserve uses to set its inflation goal is the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index or the PCE Price Index. You know, and there are other ones that are you know very commonly used, like the Consumer Price Index or CPI, the GDP Deflator, uh, Producer Price Index. Um, you know, and it's important to look at all of these different you know, indexes going on. They're all calculated in different ways, uh, but they tend to move together over time and they do a fair job of measuring inflation over a longer period, like a year. So, you know, the more the merrier. Well, you know, the news mentions um, different things that they talk about total inflation and core inflation. Now, for someone like me, who is not an economist, uh, I have to ask you, what are the differences? and uh, What do you watch? And give us a few examples to help explain it. Well, for both the 
personal consumption expenditure price index and or the CPI consumer price index, there are detailed breakdowns of inflation by different sectors of the economy, different industries, and the and and two major overall indexes that are frequently used. Um, one is for total inflation, and essentially this measures inflation based on all items in a typical basket of goods and services um, that you know consumers consume over a you know, period of time. Um, and this this measures uh, for the personal consumption expenditure price index uh, an estimate of overall inflation for the for the total overall economy. And then there's the core inflation number. This one subtracts out two key categories of goods that have a history of significant price volatility. Your prices can rise very rapidly, drop very quickly too, depending on what's happening in those industries. And those rapid changes in these volatile components, um, you know, make the total inflation figures jump around more and show more volatility. So it's a little harder to evaluate the trends. Um, by leaving those two sectors out and using the core inflation measures, you tend to get a more stable and uh, measure that'll often give you a better trend um, than you would get with the total inflation number that'll bounce around a lot. But like most economists, we're going to watch them all. What does the Fed target? Is it total inflation or core inflation rates? And how far above 2% are both of these inflation measures? The Fed targets the total inflation measure rather than the core measure, which is the measure that subtracts out the food and energy components, the volatile food and energy components. Um, so it's the total inflation measure that the Fed sets its 2% goal for. And over the past you know, 12 months ending in September, uh, the total uh, index the Fed targets was, rose 6.2% for all items, while the, the core index that excludes the food and energy components rose uh, slightly lower 5.2, excuse me, what 5.1% increase. You know, but again, both of those are well above the Fed's 2% inflation goal. One more question, Garrett. Then why would you look at or monitor those other inflation indexes or core inflation measures? Well, I think you need to get a broader picture of, the, of all, all what you know. All of these types of inflation indexes are calculated in different ways. They might um, give you uh, you put them all together and get a sense of what's you know what's going on. Uh, the CPI, for example, shows a little higher inflation right now than the personal consumption expenditure index. Um, but you know, I think by looking at a, a range of these, you get a, a better sense of what's happening. And economists are looking at and, and <laughs> bankers and lenders and uh, financial institutions and financial analysts are all looking at, you know, not only what's going on with current inflation numbers, but they, they want to try and evaluate where inflation might be going in the future, you know, whether it's likely to speed up or remain about the same or slow down. So, you know, the more information you have there, you can look at different sectors of the economy, different types of prices, um, and put that into your, you know, information set when, when trying to get a, a better sense of where the inflation numbers are, are likely to head. Okay, Gary, that's it for today. And we'll talk in a couple of weeks and we'll probably start off saying, well, we're past the Thanksgiving holiday, heading up for Christmas. And we'll start there <laughs> in, in two weeks. Christmas holiday buying season is a very important part of the economy. There you go. Very important seasonal effect. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Thank you, Paul. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Federal 
Reserve and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.